welcome viewers, welcome listeners to episode 2 of the Jedi's Invest vlog series. Our adventures to Indonesia have most definitely begun. As always, thank you for joining me today and I'll begin with some big shout outs. First to Gary in the UK, make the big move also from China with his beautiful daughter Rosa, hyping um, the mum to follow soon. I have to say a shout out to my mum as well in Caution, Southwest England. She wasn't too happy that I didn't mention her in the first one. So loads of love, <laughs> positive energy for you mum coming over to the Southwest of England. And a massive thank you and shout out to all the people who liked the first vlog that we did last month, episode one. Thank you so much for that. And uh, finally, well, Anthony Brazewell made the move from China all the way back home to Canada. Uh, a smart choice, I think. Spend more time with your lovely wife. And uh, congratulations to Leeds as well, beating Chelsea the other day. <laughs> and the people, of course, who asked the questions uh, of, from the last vlog, I really, really appreciate as well. Interaction is certainly what it's all about. And uh, what I'm going to do, so you will watch this to the end. Remember, I tried to keep it to 15 minutes, is I'm going to answer those questions towards the end, not right at the end, so you can't quickly uh, skip through to that now. But I will answer those questions for sure towards the end of the vlog. And a big apologies if the sound is not uh, sounding so good, the sound audio quality. Um, I'm having to use a different setup at the moment. As you can see uh, in the background, we have um, the mosquito netting and uh, yeah, all of our stuff is everywhere at the moment as uh, we're kind of yeah living out of the bag in a, in a guest house. I'll get into that now. Of course, I don't have my mic uh, really all set up at the moment. It's just not possible to do that. So we're going... Uh, we're using the bare essentials, so I hope it sounds okay. Right, enough of uh, enough of the apologising, and uh, let's get on into this second episode. Uh, let me move uh, over the screen. There we go. So, episode two: disorientation, visa comedy, and psychedelic wellness medicine. All of this to get into right now. Look at that amazing picture. Uh, of one of the many beaches that we've been so lucky to be able to go to over this past month. It really has been a, a truly amazing introduction uh, to this part of Indonesia. There's my shout out blurb, should have done that earlier. Um, remember, I think last time I wanted to do a pick of fun, well I've changed it, it's now the pick of stun viewers. Uh, the pick of stun, one picture that just makes me go wah. And uh, you're probably thinking, why is this kind of rather blurred, pixelated picture, my pick of stun, for this month? Well, this actually was a picture taken from my balcony in our previous place in China. So this is in China, in Zhuhai. But it really encapsulates a lot of things. And I think if you can make out here, it's a school actually over the river from our balcony. And within this school building, they've etched into the walls. It actually makes up the windows so rather quite artistic actually you can make out the three words it says yes i 
can. Yes, I can. I always used to look at that. And it was actually, in a way, kind of an unconscious motivation for me and the family after so many years being in uh, lovely China to finally say, yes, we can do this. We can make the move. If anyone's thinking about doing that too, you can as well. When the buildings are telling you and your inner voice is telling you, then you definitely need to do it. <laughs> so there you go. That's my pick of stun. Probably the last one coming from China. Uh, so there you go. Pick of stun. Yes, I can. Yes, you can. Let's get over the world news as again a time stamp for this vlog. What's been happening? The Ukraine, Russia, Palava still carries on. Um, the Malaysian ex-prime minister sent to jail uh, to serve 12-year term. I actually had to pop to Malaysia. I'll explain that in a bit um, uh, last week. So, uh, yeah, the uh, the scandal, the uh, the dodginess, it's all coming out now in the world that we're living in. Can't hide anything. Uh, this is just the energy. It's all pushing the pus out of the wound um, for us to finally heal ourselves. Uh, what else we got? Okay, we got a, this is, look at this, Florida Democrats picked Christ to challenge DeSantis in Florida. I mean, look at that name, C-R-I-S-T. Where are they going with subliminal messages there? Uh, Twitter, Twitter whistleblower raises security concerns. <laughs> yeah, right, for sure. Um, unbelievable. Well, this is for you, Dean, uh, my former teacher friend in Harrow. Fourth tier Crawley, Stun Fulham. Congrats on holding Liverpool, by the way. You should have won at the beginning of the Prem season. And there you go, England, second most cap player. Scott retires. What a time to retire after the Lionesses uh, won the Euros uh, for England. Congratulations to them too. Uh, <laughs> in some uh, more funny news, a 34-hour beach rugby game uh, broke the Guinness World Records. Could you imagine playing beach rugby for 34 hours? Of course, when you're on the beach and uh, you're playing games, uh, time can just tick on by, <laughs> can't it? Okay, let's begin with the family updates then, the most important uh, part of the episode, I believe. Um, so, uh, I have to say, first of all, it was really quite heart-wrenching leaving China after so long, 14 years, in fact, more than 14 years. And uh, here is a picture of us saying goodbye to some of our friends. That's uh, myself and my Ai, our, our nanny. Uh, that we've had for so long since Zach was born in, what, 2012. Um, so that's over 10 years we've known this amazing soul, angel to our family. And to be quite fair, I just, uh, I just balled up. I couldn't stop. Um, it was really, really tough. Uh, and again, Mayfan, a huge um, shinkula for all your amazing help. And I really hope uh, soon as China opens up, we can get you over here for a lovely, well-deserved holiday. And of course, to see the boys that you've amazingly helped to bring up over the years. Um, so, xie xie ni. This is us. <laughs> it was quite a journey, as you can imagine, with four kids and far too much luggage. Uh, this is us actually sleeping in Malaysia Airport, Kuala Lumpur Airport, um, waiting for our flight onwards to uh, Lombok um, the next day. Uh, it was tough. Uh, the toughest bit actually was when we got to Guangzhou Airport in, in China. 
the queues and the amount of madness, you know, the the checks that you now need to go through with your QR codes and your apps and your your swabs and your test results. It's just insane. Uh, and then um, they found some batteries in our bags and we had to go take my guitars and things this to oversized luggage. And, you know, the plane was only 20 minutes for takeoff and they kept putting the stuff through this machine and it kept beep, 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 beep. And they had to ask me to open it up and taking all your packing out. And, and it was to do with batteries. Apparently now batteries can explode. Um, yeah, we never had that problem when we got to Malaysia, moving on to Lombok. But uh, as we've talked about, China's zero COVID policy and many other COVID policies are very, very, how would you say, extreme, uh, really, really quite to the uh, ultimate safety protocol um, nothing possibly can go wrong and uh, well we were lucky to get on that aeroplane may I say we finally did get on it and we were knackered and we slept as you can see on the floor uh, a few mosquitoes got us but it was just that adventure when you start moving and you go on planes uh, yeah there's something really uh, uplifting about it oh no important dates to mention by the way uh, there are no upcoming important dates to note how cool is that my diary is getting blanker and blanker by the day so welcome to Lombok uh, we arrived in the uh, mid-morning um, after that grueling movement uh, from China to Malaysia this is the airport Lombok Airport. The breeze, uh, viewers, listeners, was amazing. It's a cold kind of air. It was, we see the blue skies. It's been much cooler than we actually thought it would be. Everyone said, you know, coming down to the tropics, it would be really hot. But we haven't found that at all. It's been not so humid like uh, China was, I have to say, in, in Zhuhai. I don't know whether that's pollution. It kind of keeps the heat down on the, on the ground. But there's a lovely breeze here and... Um, yeah, I have to say it's really refreshing. So we are in Lombok. Um, as I noted before, this is about 35 miles east of Bali, famous Bali. This is Lombok, about the same size as Bali. Actually, inside you can see there's a massive volcano, um, Gunung Rinjani, uh, about three and a half thousand meters high. Um, so one day, <laughs> one day we'll get up there and uh, we'll, we'll send you some vids of that. Um, but for now, we are down. Here's the airport in Praia. We arrived here, the picture of Lombok Airport. And then we took like a 40-minute cab journey down to Kuta. Uh, Kuta, don't be mistaken, it's not the Kuta that you hear about in uh, in Bali. This is a Kuta, just happens to have the same name, in, in Lombok. And so this is where we are in the south of Lombok. Uh, really nice little town. Um, getting busier and busier by the day. Of course, now that all the restrictions have kind of been lifted here for the Novidism pandemic madness. This is where we're staying in Lombok Holiday Hotel. My gosh, there's a massive mosquito on my screen. I've got to get rid of that. There you go. I'm sure you were trying to get me last night. Um, so what we're filming now, I'm filming this video in one of these uh, villa places. You can see it's uh, got a nice pool and yeah, like uh, what? I think it's got 16 rooms around it. Um, this is the picture on booking.com. This is more like it. This is a little restaurant area here. I think the kids are at now as I as I record this. Pool in the background. We're here actually. I'm I'm filming from in here. This place there. And uh, actually, this is kind of a yeah, like a view outside of uh, of the um, of the doors there. 
Uh, it's a nice in gated place. There are bikes up there. Uh, yes, yeah, so it's a small place. But I mean, what makes this place really cool is this man here, uh, Booty. Uh, Mum's from Singapore, so half half Chinese. But what an amazing human being this person is. He's just welcomed us in to his uh, hotel with open arms. Uh, I haven't met many people as happy and as loving as this guy, Booty. So I fully recommend this place. There you go. What a, what a smile. Um, so thank you, Booty. Uh, you really do get the Booty service here. Right. Let's talk about this then, the Visa Comedy Show. Uh, of course... Challenges face all of us, um, and no, none so more than when you actually make a big move and relocate. This actually is a lovely picture of us coming in across Lombok. As you can see, it's an uh, amazing island, mountainous, full of greenery. Actually gets even more green than this in the rainy season from November onwards, we're told. But just look, where are the three-story buildings? Where are the skyscrapers? Where are the roads with all the cars going up and down like little ants in a computer program microchip? There is none of them. Beautiful blue skies and white clouds, all natural. Um, and it's just like going back into the countryside, back into, uh, how you say, agrarian life. Um, it's just been a really... Uh, brilliant release i can't say more than that anyway visa comedy show so what happened well you think this is a bad hair day uh that's young max there sporting the uh what would you say the <laughs> samurai kind of look with his tropicana hawaiian i'm at the beach now shirt well that was a bad hair day perhaps but none worse than mine when we arrived into lombok airport all of the family had got their e-visas, uh, which you need were applying for our work visas. You get the e-visa first, and then as you enter the country, you then take that to immigration, and it gets put into your formal work um, investment visa. And so all of the family, by myself, got theirs. Uh, unfortunately, mine didn't come on time. Even we did the express visa, paid more money to the authorities in Jakarta because, unfortunately, how bad luck is this? Uh, they put the wrong nationality down for me. They said apparently I was Irish. Um, all due respect to the Irish, but my passport's not Irish, it's British. So that one word changed everything, and it just wasn't able to be changed on the mainframe, the main computer system in time. So I had to get a visa on arrival. Actually, visa on arrival, very, very cool. It takes two minutes. It costs about uh, 200 RMB, about 20 pounds, 25 pounds for 30 days. They just stick it in and Bob's your uncle, James, your aunt, off you go through into Lombok. So it's very, very easy to get a visa here. I had to get that because I didn't have this e-visa. And of course, because I didn't have that, I was then told by my agent, sadly, I had to go and leave the country. Now, uh, for many of you who know me, uh, I don't take uh, that, uh, I won't give up, and uh, I won't take that as a definite answer. So I tried my very best, even though uh, Des, my agent, who would talk more about in future vlogs, told me that, Chris, this is the rule, you can't change it. Uh, as you entered on a visa and arrival without the e-visa, you need to leave the country and come back in. Nearest place, of course, being Malaysia. But I went to the Immigration immigrasi Department here up in Mataran, about an hour away, um, the very next day after arriving. Because guess what? My e-visa arrived within like uh, 22 hours of arriving here. So I went up here 
met one of the heads of immigration, explained the situation, and they said, no problem, you know, this is not, not a big problem, it can be fixed. And I was like, okay, so I, I don't need to leave the country then, we can, you know, you can let me stay with my family and we can, you know, do whatever the paperwork is here. And he said, no, all you have to do is leave the country. <laughs> so I had to leave the country and uh, head to Malaysia. It's called a visa run, you leave. I stayed overnight in the airport and came back the next day. Ultra bureaucratic madness, but that's the way it was. Uh, by the way, we've had a real trouble on top of this with uh, getting money out from uh, China. Um, normally, when we came here in the past, went for um, my friend Ryan's wedding, Rice and I, Rice and I, and Ryan and Rice's, Ryan and Ice's wedding back in the day, some years ago. You could use Union Pay to take our money out of our banks in China very easily. You just take it out in rupiah, and there'd be a, a charge, obviously, for transaction, the exchange rate. But no more. All Union Pay uh, machines, they have a plethora of them, won't accept. All, any of our China Union Pay cards. So it's been, um, yeah, another challenge to come over. Apparently something's happened politically. They've pulled all the systems down. You never know the true answers, but what's true for sure is if you come from China and you think you can take money out of the cash point with a Union Pay card, you just cannot do that at the moment. When it's going to stop, I don't know. So find other ways. Apparently my friend in Bali says they're all working. Um, so you will nip over to Bali for the day to get some cash out. Maybe that is uh, <laughs> that's possible. Um, just to kind of uh, edge the challenge even more, make it even more slippy, on the way back from Mataram that day of uh, checking out bank machines, one of which actually swallowed the card. Um, I had to wait an hour for them to open it up, and uh, I just don't want to bore you with that. You know those days where things just pile on top? Well, going back on the motorbike, you can see it was terrible weather. The clouds just opened up. It was that classic pathetic fallacy linking with my emotions of total sadness, pissed offness. I had to wait here in this uh, this kind of service station for it to go down. I bought one of these ponchos. That's not me, but I felt it felt like me. The rain didn't get that bad, but with the with the wind, it was cold, and um, yeah, I was feeling a little bit down that day. But still, um, there was positive things on the horizon. This is uh, the little capsule pod hotel I stayed in in uh, Malaysia airport just to get some kip. I, I rented it for like six hours. You stay in this little cabin, much like the Japanese ones. Although this door at the end is a like a pull-up blind. Um, you see my feet there. Not much room to maneuver, but you can just lie down and just, yeah, I felt much better in the morning when I got up for the, the morning flight. So um, yeah, big up to the capsule hotels. I think it cost about what, 150 RMB, just under 20 pounds for six hours. Um, now, if some of you are saying, why didn't you do that when your we family were there last and we were sleeping on the floor? Well, you could imagine fitting six of us into there. Not possible. So uh, due to budget, um, we had to do that <laughs> last time. Okay, so back to the bikes. Maybe I've mentioned bikes, shown them a few times. It's all about the bikes in Lombok, everybody here. There are cars, but the roads, the roads are very good. But they're just, uh, you know, two lanes. And so when you have bikes on the on the road, actually driving with a car can be a bit you know quite slow and with bikes you can go in and out of traffic not that there's much traffic actually in Lombok when you go to Mataram the main city there is but yeah we've hired some bikes uh maybe 50,000 rupiah a day what, what's that it's about about three pounds a day um 25 RMB a day 
This is Jasper having to go on one at the uh, petrol station. So six of us, how many bikes do we need? Well, we can't get them all on one bike now. So meanwhile takes two kids, generally the lightest uh, or the youngest, and then Jasper, and then I'll take Max and, uh, and Zach um, the heaviest. So that's how it's working at the moment. Uh, obviously later on, we might probably need to progress, evolve into a car like we had in China. We do miss that, but uh, it's really amazing being on bikes, you know, when you're driving around in beautiful air, sunshine on an island. Yeah, it's uh, it's just the way forward. Um, petrol here, by the way, quite. So Pertolite's the cheapest one, 7,650 per litre, that's rupee. Um, it's about one RMB equals about 2,000 rupee. So generally what I do is I, because I'm still in Chinese RMB renminbi zone with my currency, I just chop it in half. So 7.6, go up to 8, divide it by 2, looking about just under 4 RMB per litre. Um, under 50 pence a litre for petrol here if you go for the cheapest. Um, so you fill your bike up, not expensive at all, and off you rev. So feeling so far um, to you all, well, as you can imagine, it's uh, a massive, massive change and juxtaposition to life in China. Um, what do I, I think still we're very much in what it's been over three weeks, nearly a month here, still very much in kind of holiday zone. So feelings are still very, you know, changing as you would, all mixing into many different colors um, of emotions. But, you know, overall, it's just amazing to see the boys um, being so closer to nature and, you know, getting their clothes off. Um, Kai just doesn't like those on the beach. <laughs> He's a real caveman. Uh, and just, you know, picking up wood and fires and all the things I talked about, I think, in the first episode that we really want. And the the, the nature is just absolutely beautiful here. It's, it's idyllic. Um, there's a total, uh, how you say, decrease in rules and regulations, um, which... It's just so refreshing, I have to say. There's Kai on the beach there, just getting our bare feet on the sand. It's just a wonderful grounding feeling. And there's just so many amazing beaches here. Some with no one, no, no people on it um, at all. And the water is, actually the water is so clear, but it's also quite cold as well, which is really refreshing. You come out and there's a wind. It can be quite chilly till you get that, that towel on you. But it's just, yeah, wow. It's just awe-inspiring. Uh, we're so happy to be here. Um, of course, there are things we miss. Uh, let's just start with that routine, a stable home for the boys. You can imagine if you're watching this with a load of kids, having that place to cook, you know, your own place where you can have snacks available and stuff. And of course, having a nanny like wonderful Mayfan, RIE, to just take the kids for a few hours so Miwa and myself can go and actually talk with clarity and not have kids pulling at us wanting things. Um, that's something we really miss at the moment. But of course, all this will come. It's just at the moment we've been here not for long. Uh, we've just got to take it step by step. And, uh, you know, the balance will happen um, over time. Blue tack, um, can't find that. I had so much in China. Uh, face cloths. Why didn't we bring face cloths? Um, and Tupperware boxes as well for kids' snacks. All this stuff 
we really didn't think about um, as we were madly packing our stuff and getting rid of our stuff in China. And boy, that was, uh, I don't want to go back there. That was a major, that whole last week in China was just non-stop. Never want to do that again, but it had to be done. Uh, <laughs> another thing is, I think, just coming into my head, knowing where everything is, you know, um, in terms of where you are, you know, we have no idea of where that place is, where this place is. We don't even have SIMs at the moment, SIM cards, because our passports are in immigration now, so we can get GPS. So it's the classic on your bike. The signposts, I have to say here, aren't great. So in a way, it means you have to interact, which is great, and you stop and you speak to local people, and um, yeah, they're super friendly. Uh, but we've gone too far this way, too far that way many a times. Even yesterday, we went too far out. Um, but that's what exploration's all about, right? And that's that's kind of the thrill of not having all this technology to tell you exactly what you need to do. You have to think for yourself. And then that brings, um, you know, new introductions to people and spontaneous ex experiences, um, which I'm listing day by day. Uh, so that's that. Feelings are all over the place, but very, very positive. Same, same, but different then. This is a shot in the guest house. You see all these Indonesian boys. They come to use the Wi-Fi in the guest house we're staying in. I call them the Wi-Fi boys. It's the same here in China. It's the same in England. Young kids now are just mesmerized by small screens. I have no problem with interacting with technology as a teacher. But I think, um, yeah, these small screens are, are really not good for the eyesight, for the neck. Um, we need to get bigger and expand and uh, yeah, they've got beautiful beaches around, but they just like being um, on the screens. <laughs> it just doesn't change. This is a wonderful Aragulin beach. I'll talk more about this in future series. Some really interesting stuff here going on for us as a family. But um, here we are in this lovely Varung, owned by a lovely couple. And uh, we we're playing chess. There you go. And uh, no one was on this beach, just ourselves uh wow amazing uh what else um there you go again there's another picture of the beach maybe we go there today i'll speak to me and see um here's the boys eating some food food yes food very different to chinese food which absolutely love you know chinese food it's um so diverse but i think coming here because this is kind of a more tourist place um what do you get with that you get a lot more different styles of food from all over the world which is really well done indonesian food super nice as you can see here zach's finding it super spicy uh as, as well um but so the food is great here we're, we're really happy with uh the options available language and communication again and the service is just top-notch as it is a tourist zone maybe you would expect that but you know i just find the people super super friendly here and what's been really nice is the language barrier you know is so different than from english and uh, putonghua mandarin cantonese um a lot of people here speak a good english all the local people as well so you know i find it's really nice you can have quite deep conversations very quickly here which has been really um refreshing uh, and they're, they're the boys and Miwa are uh, another Varung. Varung is like a local type cafe. Some of them are a bit more international and get pizzas and burgers. Really, really nice. And we're sitting in kind of a, yeah, uh, I guess an Indonesian style um, kind of hut that you sit on and relax and even eat on, as you can, uh, <laughs> you can see there. 
this oh this is uh, the school so there's a school down here we've been speaking to Julie the head of the school really nice lady from Australia and um, they're moving to a new school in October very close to where we are now and as you can see it's kind of a bamboo design um, so that's really cool it's called the Mandalika Intercultural School and uh, we were invited to put the boys in for for just a day you know experience in the school so jasper and zach went they had a great time and it really got us to meet people who are already living here with kids um jasper zach uh oh, cripes forget the names the young ones kai and max found it a bit difficult because they're a bit younger so they didn't want to leave miwa um but again really nice to see there's a school here so uh, i'm sure much more info on that will be coming in the uh, in the future Right, I've got to show you some videos, haven't I? So in August time in Lombok, um, the native local people are um, from the, they're called Sasak people. Um, and Sasaks every August have a uh, well-known competition. It's called a sword, the sword fighting competition. And they learn this from a very young age, uh, <laughs> very young age. Here's a video. Uh, in the ring, this sword fighting uh, with two young children. Let's see if this works. <laughs> about this what i love about this is the referee here is doing this little twerking dancing but if you saw that i think there was a bit of a delay uh let me let me just um let me just um pause this a minute yeah the uh, battery i needed to put it in i think that's probably why it delayed uh so yeah it's it's mad you know the kids they're going at each other with a little kind of bamboo shield and uh, like a stick almost like a like a horse whip in a way that was the children's one and then on came the adults the younger version apparently you can go up to 50 after 50 you're not allowed to do this and just check this out and at the end this guy on the left gets a proper whack to the left i think the left or the right eye and starts bleeding now this was the first adult competition i mean what happens is different villages come together to sword fight um so let's see this one <laughs> to his village. He's apologising. All in good, good sportsmanship. I have to say, though, my gosh, that is a full-on sport. Um, I, I was thinking of getting the boys involved, you know, when they have little altercations, right? Out you go. Time for a Sasak sword fight. But we might need to uh, put some rules in place there because they just go for it, yeah? 
Um, so we <laughs> went on for hours. It was quite something. We watched about seven or eight different matches. Um, and I was glad because I was told that they uh, they do invite some foreigners to come in. So we made sure we went before they saw our faces. Okay, so Zach's birthday. It was Zach's birthday uh, early last week. He turned 10. It was a big uh, double-digit um, event. Uh, so we took a, a fishing boat out. Let's just uh, let's see this uh, in one of the beaches, Tanjanang. We got Zach a boat trip for fishing on his birthday. Zach and Chester feeling a bit unsure about this. Yeah, you can it's see Max right, over there. He's loving this. He's like, wow, this is cool. Stop the boat if you get scared. Beautiful Tanjung, Tanjung, Tanjung Beach. my lovely wife Miwa. I think Zach actually said he wanted to catch his life. Um, poor him. He, he was getting a bit scared because he realized we were, you know, 30 meters, going out to like 30 meters depth. But anyway, the funny thing with this was, as we got out there, Miwa was like, where's the fishing rods? And I said, oh, they're down there. And of course, we looked, no fishing rods. We asked the captain and he said, oh, it doesn't have any. And I was like, how are we going to fish? And he's like, oh, I didn't know we were fishing. So the guys hadn't communicated. We had to go back. Long story short, we didn't go fishing that day. We're going in a few days, and uh, next month I'll let you know how it goes. So that was Zach's 10th birthday. Uh, this is the video of us singing happy birthday. We met a nice British family on holiday here, the Winpennies. Big up to them, and uh, they have four boys as well, basically. So, for what? <laughs> 12 of us in the house. Here you go. Happy Yay! Okay, happy birthday, Zach, as he enters double figures. Now, the best present, I think, for Zach was, look at this. This is, a, as you know, tectonic plate-wise, Indonesia lies in a very, um, how you can say, risky place, a lot of earthquakes. These are earthquakes in Indonesia where they all happen. And, of course, it had to happen on the beach um, after we played some football. There was an earthquake. Apparently, there was a 5.5 Richter scale earthquake, uh, I think, to the west of Denpasar, the capital in Bali, which I said is 35 miles to the west of Lombok. And that basically was the tremor that we felt. It lasted for about 10 seconds. It was one of the earthquakes that went left to right. And it was just a real surreal experience. Um, luckily, nothing else after that, I, I, I believe. Um, there was no casualties um, on that, but they were the tremors that we felt. So there you go. Zach has a birth quake present. Do you like that one? Birth quake. We are nearly there. I know I have gone over 15 minutes. I think I need to sack uh, my time management skills 
and uh, say to you, look, there's just no way I can put all this into 15 minutes. Um, if you're interested, which I hope you are, you will still be here with me. Please carry on. The finish line is certainly ahead. Um, and as we do come to the end of this, I want to give you our monthly tip uh, of the month from Jedi's Invest. And so what is it? Well, we're talking about psychedelic medicine. This company um, is one that's right at the forefront of it. I must disclaim, as always, shouldn't I, that this is not uh, financial advice. In no way is this financial advice. These are projects that I just want to bring to your attention every month. Super cool projects, all of which, you know, to be honest, I have vested interest in. I've invested my time and energy and um, have funded them partially. Uh, I make no commissions on this at all. Only recognition, as I say, and um, recognition that I've passed a really um, positive uh, company that's trying to do good to our world into your uh, consciousness. So these guys, um, EI Ventures, Emotional Intelligence Ventures, there's a plethora of things to this, but they're basically empowering mental wellness. Imagine the problems of mental wellness that exacerbated over the last few years with the pandemic, people being locked down in their houses, just terrible, terrible um, mental stressors. Um, what they do, for use, they use psychoactive compounds and technology, and they want to deliver governmental approved therapeutic treatment options that address the current global mental health care pandemic. And they have a two-pronged approach. One is they uh, put these um, uh, natural medicines into nutraceuticals. And the other one is they are creating FDA-approved drugs. So at the moment, now this is a pre-IPO deal. Um, so it hasn't gone to initial public offerings. That's why it's such a good time to check this company out and get involved if you're interested. Um, the clinical trials are all going on now. And, you know, the moment that that happens and they actually get an FDA-approved drug, then boom, this company will take off big time. Um, what do they use? They use uh, uh, psilocybin, uh, the active substance in so-called magic mushrooms. And this has been seen to treat anxiety, depression, lethargicness uh, through micro and small doses. Um, they use MyD uh, based on DMT, the active substance in ayahuasca. It aims to treat addiction and major depressive disorders. No joke, there is some real science in this and um, a lot of it just hasn't been able to get through to the mainstream uh, for many reasons. I'm sure you're well aware of the, um, how do you say, the I can't think of the word at the moment coming to me, the medical companies that run our medical uh, products all over the world from vaccines to everything else doctors give. There is a huge monopoly at the moment. People like this find it very difficult to squeeze through, but it's changing. It certainly is changing. Uh, MDMA as well, based on the active substance in MDMA, aims to treat various forms of trauma such as PTSD. So they have products in line. Um, these are mushroom-infused sparkling waters. How cool is that? And then I said some more nutraceuticals, brain miner, energy miner, pain eraser, sleepy sexy. Oh, there you go. And here's some um, allopathic medicine, smoking cessation, therapeutic medicine, all using natural um, psychedelic 
substances in uh, of course not huge doses um, i look forward to seeing this company break through over the years now is the time to get involved if you're interested check out www.ei.ventures i think the minimum put in is about 500 us dollars so check it out please um, any comments questions uh, let me know on this interact 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 okay questions and answers then um, to finish, I said I'd do this at the end, so you stay with me. We had a question, a good, actually a couple of good questions from Serbian Crown Naredo. Shout out to you. Your questions were, what are the accommodation prices like in Indonesia and current uh, Novid measures? Let's start with accommodation. They all range, um, as you can imagine, being a tourist zone. There's real high-end, uh, proper nice villas, infinity pools, um, you know, with maid service and things like this all the way down to a simple guest house or even a dormitory style. So uh, what we're looking at here for this kind of simple place is about, about per room, maybe around 200,000 uh, Indian Nisian rupee, which is about 100 RMB. So 100 RMB, I think, uh, uh, Crown Narada, you're in China at the moment. So what, 13 pounds a night for a decent place, but it can go even cheaper than that. You know, if you're in a dorm bed as well, I'd even half that. But again, the world's your oyster you can go right to the high end and be spending you know five hundred thousand dollars a night on some real um bling bling a uh, current novid measures then well compared to china it's the polar opposite there's no um there's no testing uh, that we have to do. Um, there's no uh wearing of nappies on your face um there is absolutely it you know the best thing is it's not even in your mindset when you meet someone it's not the first thing that comes up talking about lockdowns talking about 13.2 13 plus 2 cases in lardy dardy city you know it's just not in the consciousness which is just so refreshing so in terms of the novid measures absolutely uh, much more relaxed here um the way in my opinion uh crown naredo it certainly should be and i mean you know i left having to look at this um which i'm sure many of you are having to do still uh i just don't know what's happening i believe in a couple of years um when i saw this first thought of a fortune teller yeah, your fortune are you going to be able to access society when i give you my results in the next few days after madness i could see this being an ai robot um in the next year think of the money that could be made there yeah um right maylene from las vegas thank you so much for getting in, in, involved and sending me a message it's wonderful to hear from you i really hope you guys are going to spend a holiday with us at some point uh after all those great times we spent in america when you um, invited us over there it'd be super amazing to see you and the family again you were asking more pictures more pictures of the family especially the boys not me <laughs> well miwa has started um a uh, a channel for little videos of, of the boys and us um we're not doing twitter uh, not twitter what's the other one um oh tiktok we're not doing tiktok it was too difficult there's something wrong with our phone, but we're using this program, another China program called Kwai Shou. Uh, the link is down in the notes section, so please click on that. You'll be opened a page up here. It should automatically change to English from Chinese. If not, just press the red button 
um, or click on the videos uh, red button you can follow uh, it'd be really cool if you could just download the app from the app store um, it's not just for China at all it's um, operational outside of China too so please check out our Kwai Show channel there there'll be lots of videos being added by Miwa this is Miwa's thing I'm not allowed to get involved in it whenever I talk about it she tells me to talk about something else okay so that is that and I believe we end, yes, we end uh, full circle with a quote of inspiration. It's nice to be important, but it's more important to be nice. I actually, my, the work, it's more important to be nice than nice to be important. Um, it was my play on it from uh, John Templeton. So thank you for that, John. It certainly is more important to be nice than nice to be important. Full circle, we have come. Please, uh, I really hope you've enjoyed this. I'm sorry it's gone on more than 15 minutes. Maybe you had to like stop and watch me a bit later. I hope you got through to the end of this. If it is too long, just tell me, and I'll just have to squeeze it up even more somehow next month. But I really would appreciate your comments, not just your likes um, about what you would like me to do with this. Make it smaller, make it bigger, add this, remove this. Um, all of this would be really useful for me. Send me your comments, and I will shout you out next time. As always, as I leave, join the wave. Be of service and make that change.